You're listening to the Earn That Body podcast, episode number 15. Welcome to the Earn That Body show with Kim Eagle. Kim is an award-winning personal trainer, cycle instructor, and fitness ambassador. She trains her clients all over the world online and is passionate about empowering people by getting fit and healthy. Today we're going to talk about 10 foods you think are good for you. Now, if you live in Austin and you used to listen to me on the JB Morning Radio Show, then this might be a familiar topic because we did cover it about a year ago. I I actually have had some requests recently from people asking me to do some of the segments that I did on the radio for my podcast because either A, they never heard them before because they weren't living in Austin, didn't have access to the radio show, or B, they did hear them, but it's not a podcast. They heard it, then it was off the radio, and there were a few things they wanted to hear again. So in the next couple weeks over summertime, this is a great way for me to review some information that I once did on the JB Morning Radio Show. So today, as I said, we're going to talk about 10 foods that you think are good for you. It's almost like a little marketing ploy. We have learned uh, to hear some of these things and think, oh, that's healthy. I know it's in the health foods you know, aisle. Oh, I heard that's good for you, so it must be healthy. Well, there's about 10 things that I see my clients when I first get to work with them eating and they, they think it's healthy and I have to tell them it's actually not. So let's start with the very first one. How many of you think that granola is super healthy. Well, I have news for you. It's not that it's not healthy, but you actually have to be very careful about how much granola you're eating. It's very high in fat, it's very high in sugar, and it's very high in calories. So instead of thinking that you could have granola as a full bowl of cereal, yikes, I don't even want to tell you how much calories and fat and sugars in that. Instead of that, I want you to think of granola as a topping. So it's great to sprinkle on some Greek yogurt, perhaps, um, using it as a topping, but not as your main food. Because again, it's very, very high in sugar, fat, and calories. The second thing you probably think is so great for you, green juices. You go to the market and you go to that health food section and green juices are like one on top of the other by this company, by this brand. And you look and you think, oh, I'm going to grab this green juice because it's going to be healthy. It's going to be good for me. You think it's all veggies, right? Well, usually not. Sometimes there's only like one vegetable in a green juice. It's usually sugar, sugar, sugar from a lot of fruit that they put in. So very high in sugar, which means very high in calories. And I think one of the worst things that happens with these green juices or juice type drinks is that you drink the entire bottle and you didn't look to see how many servings were in a bottle. So not only was it high in sugar and calories, but it could say that there are two to three servings in one bottle. Now that's double or triple the amount of calories and sugar that you first looked at. So don't be fooled. It could have more than one serving in it. And again, super high in sugar and calories, and it's usually because it's got a lot of added fruit. Okay, number three. You think this one's healthy. I have clients all the time, and they're like, I'm going to go out for dinner, but it's going to be healthy because I'm going to eat sushi. 
Yes, in many ways, sushi is a great thing to eat and it can be really healthy, but I want you to know there are many things about sushi that can make it not healthy. The first thing being is that it's very easy to overeat. You get there, you order a ton of different rolls, this, that, you have a table full of food, and because everything's in such little pieces, you're eating one, two, three, four, five, six, you are eating a ton of food and sometimes don't even know how much you've eaten. It's not like when you order at a restaurant and your entree comes and you eat that one entree. You keep ordering and ordering and ordering. So sushi is actually something that is very easy to overeat. What about the things that are added onto the sushi? So if you were just eating that raw fish and nothing else, then yeah, that part is super healthy, great protein, love that. But what about when things are loaded with spicy mayo? A lot of your rolls have a lot of spicy mayo on it. That mayo is very high in fat. So don't assume that it's not there. You might have to even ask, or you might, sometimes I take some of it off. Like I get a roll and it's loaded in the mayo and I just scrape some of it off because I don't need that much. Then there's that crunchy tempura that you love, right? It's fried. Anything fried has a lot of oil, so if you are gonna be eating any crunchy tempura, you just wanna limit the amount because that fried food is definitely not what I would consider healthy. Another thing that's in a lot of sushi, which is really good for you, so don't get me wrong, but a lot of it has a lot of avocado, and I probably have half an avocado every other day, but just so you know, that's my dog, Penny. Did you hear her like groaning in the background? She's hilarious. Okay. Avocado can be very heavy and it's loaded in fat. Now, it is a healthy fat. That's why I have so much of it during my week. But just so you know, it's in so much in sushi that your fat level, your fat percent that night might be off the charts. The last thing I'll say about sushi is it's absolutely loaded in salt and salt, therefore sodium, okay? So if you're the kind of person who gets a lot of salt during your day and then you go for sushi at night, the next morning you might be very, very... Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like water retention crazy in the fingers. You know that feeling when like your fingers are so puffy and you can't get your rings off? Well, that's usually what happens after sushi because of all of that sodium. Number four, something that you think is good for you and really sometimes is not dried fruit. So you think, oh, it's dried fruit. I'm gonna get that for my kid. That's a great snack. I'm gonna grab this bag of dried fruit for myself. This is a healthy snack. Even if no sugar is added to your dried fruit, which is actually very rare, the fruit itself is very high in sugar. And as I just said, most dried fruit out there has added sugar to it, which is such a bummer because it doesn't need any more sugar. You don't need to add any sugar. It's funny, when I get dried cranberries, it's very hard to find just dried cranberries with no sugar added. It is almost impossible for me to find. And it bums me out because cranberries are already so sweet, I don't want the extra sugar. So definitely keep an eye on that. Also, dried fruit, it's kind of easier to overeat versus a piece of real fruit, right? If I grab an apple, then I eat an apple and I move on. But how many of you sit with that bag of dried fruit and you're eating it and you're eating it and you're eating it and before you know it, the entire bag is gone? Whew, that's a lot of sugar, that's a lot of calories, just so you know. 
Also, as I just said, very high in calories, dried fruit, very hard, very high in carbs as well. So don't just assume dried fruit, oh, it's so healthy. It actually can be a ton of calories and sugar. Okay, number five. We've talked about this before. I've done a whole podcast on this one, protein bars. Do not assume that you can just pick up a protein bar and that it's healthy. So many of them are loaded in sugar, loaded in fat. They're very high calorie, and you're so much better off getting protein from real food than from a bar. So I always tell my clients, a protein bar is just a glorified candy bar. Honestly, sometimes I will bring a protein bar to a movie as my candy bar because it basically is one if you looked at how much sugar and fats in it, but at least I know I'm getting a little protein that way if I want a sweet. So that's one way you can use your protein bar, but don't be eating them all through the day and thinking, oh, it's a protein bar, so I know it's healthy. Number six, and this is something I eat a ton of, but you have to be careful what kind, yogurt. Yogurt is so good for you. Last week's podcast was about calcium, and yogurt is a great way to get that calcium in. But most people get flavored yogurt, and that can have up to 28 grams of sugar for only 5 grams of protein. That is a really bad ratio, just so you know. Even Greek yogurts that are flavored are very, very high in sugar. So what I do is I get the plain yogurt, so no flavor, no added sugar to it, and I add real fruit with it. Sometimes I even sprinkle it with that granola, right? That's like a sweet treat for me at night. But Getting a non-flavored yogurt and adding real fruit is always going to be better than getting a flavored yogurt. And yes, this goes for your kids too. If they're eating flavored yogurt all day long, I see it all the time. Kids love yogurt and that's awesome. I mean, I really love that they're eating yogurt. But if it's the flavored yogurt, their intake of sugar is going to be off the charts. So definitely keep that in mind. Number seven, you think that this is healthy because somehow marketing has made it look like it is. Gluten-free products. Gluten-free does not mean that it is more healthy, just so you know. Unless you have a gluten intolerance or celiac disease, gluten-free does not mean that it is more nutritious in any way. Some recipes actually have more sugar in gluten-free foods to make it taste better because often gluten-free food does not taste very good. They often have more chemicals in them to make the consistency a little more normal because when you take the gluten out, it changes consistency that you're used to. Um, Some have a lot more calories in them just because they're gluten-free. And and the reality is, like sometimes people are like, well, I had a gluten-free cookie because they think that that means it's healthy. Just so you know, everyone, a cookie is a cookie. Whether it's gluten-free or not gluten-free, that's still a sweet treat, it's still a dessert, and it's not like it's healthy like you just ate a vegetable. So again, don't assume because it's gluten-free that it's healthy, and it is Definitely my opinion, but don't go gluten-free unless, like you, like I said, you're gluten intolerant or celiac disease. It is a hard way to live. It is very hard to order, and you just simply don't have to go gluten-free in any way to be healthy. Number eight. This one's kind of similar to yogurt, but you might walk by and see a yogurt parfait, 
And for some reason, yogurt parfaits are thought to be healthy because they have yogurt in it. But the same issue that I had with yogurt, I have with parfaits. Yogurt parfaits are basically yogurt and fruit. That basically means that it does have high sugar. So if you're going to make a parfait, I make them all the time, but I make them in a healthy way using that plain yogurt and adding some fruit. A lot of the parfaits are flavored yogurt with a lot, a lot of fruit and a lot, a lot of granola that they put in there. So a little bit of fruit with a sprinkle of granola would be okay, but watch some of these pre-made parfaits because they're actually just super loaded in calories, all right? So that's something you definitely want to think about, again, for you and your kids. Number nine, this is a good one. I hear this all the time with my clients. You think this is better for you, reduced fat peanut butter. Some people ask me, well, I like to use that PB2, that powder peanut butter. Uh, No, it's not healthy. What you're doing is you're taking the best, most healthy part of peanut butter out. So there's really no point in eating it. You're just using it for flavor, which is one thing, but peanut butter has fantastic healthy fat that your body needs. So getting a reduced fat peanut butter or the PB2, which like basically takes all the fat out of it, it's just the powder, that is actually not good for you. And you're better off getting the one with the fat in it. Fat in it. Why do you want the one with the fat in it? Well, for one, your body needs a certain amount of fat. And that's one thing I work with my clients on. I make sure that they balance their fat, their carbs, and their protein. So we want a certain amount of healthy fat. Another thing is eating that peanut butter with fat in it keeps you full longer. It satiates you. And isn't that a good thing? I mean, if you're always starving... Often it's because you didn't get enough fat in your body. If you would just have a spoonful of peanut butter with fat in it, not the low-fat kind, you're going to be satisfied. You're going to be full. So that's really important. Another thing is often the reduced-fat peanut butter has a lot more sugar and a ton of sodium. So get natural peanut butter that has nothing added into it. Your peanut butter, if you look at the ingredients, should say peanuts. Maybe a little bit of salt, but that should be it. It's kind of interesting. If you go look at your peanut butter right now and you see like 10 ingredients, I could tell you that I would not allow you to have it on my program because I want you to eat real food, which is peanuts. That's what's in peanut butter. All right, number 10, the final thing that you think is good for you, but this one actually is not, is whole grain bread. Now, bread can be kind of tricky, and and I tell people eat whole grains, and that's definitely true, but sometimes they're a little too quick to grab whole grain bread at the market. They think, oh, this is whole grain bread, so it's healthy. You actually need to make sure that the ingredients say 100% whole wheat or 100% whole grain. So that's what the ingredients will actually say. If you look at the label and the first ingredient is enriched wheat flour, then you're getting plain white flour too. That basically means it's not 100% whole wheat. So don't be tricked by seeing something that says whole grain bread and just assuming that that's the healthiest bread option. You want the 100% whole wheat. So that's something you have to look at the label for. So there you have it. 10 foods you think are good for you. We are tricked into thinking that these are health foods and maybe you eat 
all 10 of these things and that's why you haven't been able to drop those last five pounds. You need to watch your intake on a lot of these items. Now, I'm not saying that all of these items are bad for you, it, but you cannot have a lot of them. Usually do the very high sugar, the very high fat, and the very high salt in them. Something to think about and definitely put it into play when you're at the market next time. Be careful what you pick. Be careful what your children want to eat too much of because you don't want them to have too much sugar as well. Awesome today. I love telling you these tips and I've loved a lot of the feedback that I'm getting about the podcast. I've been checking my numbers and hundreds and hundreds of people are listening to the podcast. It makes me so happy. If you have just a couple minutes, if you could go to iTunes and give me a review, it really helps the podcast. It lets us know that you like it, you're interested in it, the topics are good, and it does give me a push in the ratings uh, to boost me up in the iTunes so that I can share these fitness, health, nutrition tips with more people. So please do go to the iTunes page, make sure you've subscribed to the podcast, and then you can simply leave a very easy review, one or two sentences. It brings me so much joy to read these reviews and know that you guys are enjoying the podcast. Have an absolutely awesome, fantastic, and super healthy week. For more information about Kim Eagle's online programs, go to earnthatbody.com or check out Earn That Body on all forms of social media, including Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, and Periscope.